Welcome to season four of Exploring the Prophetic. We are on a journey of spiritual curiosity to see how God's voice can impact us and the world around us. I interview guests from every walk of life and background about how their relationship with God and hearing His voice has given them different opportunities and breakthrough experiences. This season, I'm also asking every guest how they got through a time when they thought they had heard from God or they received a prophetic word from someone else that didn't happen and how God helped them to resolve that. Come join our conversation on Exploring the Prophetic starting now. Welcome to Exploring the Prophetic. And I love the theme of discernment, which we're going to be talking about today. And we have Tim Ferrara on, who is one of my TikTok heroes as a Christian. He's on TikTok and has a pretty large following for a Christian and shares like biblical principles, shares about discernment, shares about walking with God in real ways. But he also has a podcast and uh, called Everyday Discernment. He has a an amazing book out and, and just Discerning Dad is his ministry, www.discerning-dad.com. And I love the thought process, but I want to tell you a little bit about him. Tim has grown up in the church. He's held lots of leadership positions, both in business and the church, but he's currently executive pastor at LifePoint Church in Arizona. He has a bachelor's degree in marketing from Arizona State University, along with an MBA in University of Phoenix. And then Tim started the ministry of discerning dad as a way to write and encourage Christians to grow in discernment and make better decisions to honor God. He has a book called Everyday Discernment, The Importance of Spirit-Led Decision-Making, and uh, as well as multiple U-verse Bible plans. Tim also has a podcast called Everyday Discernment, with it, which is top-ranking Christian podcasts on the Charisma and Edify podcast networks. And he lives with his wife, Jamie, and their two children in Arizona. And you're going to love just his teaching perspective, but also he's made some decisions recently that are really hard ones to make over transition and career and what he's going to be doing that I'm hoping to get out of him as he shares today. You don't want to miss all about discernment today on Exploring the Prophetic. Hey, my fellow explorers, we have a brand new book out. And if you've ever been given a word that you're a Joseph, an Esther, a Solomon, or a Daniel, you need to learn how to hear God the way that they did. You need to have that place inside of you that connects to God, that can believe for his solutions on the world today and for his problem-solving ability, his wisdom, his strategy. And so we've written this book called Wired to Hear, and it's connecting God's voice to your career and place of influence. You are gonna love this book. I wanna encourage you to get it today. My friend Bob Hassan, who does Exploring the Marketplace with me and myself, wrote this to take you on a journey of how to succeed in your place of career with God's voice and with connection to Him. Visit Bowles Ministries today and look up Wired to Hear or go to any bookstore you know and you should be able to find Wired to Hear. But get it, review it, and share it with someone else. Welcome, Tim Ferrara, to the program. I'm so excited to have you on after I've read through Discerning Dad and also the book, and then I've been on your podcast. I'm excited. So thanks for being here. Sean, it is uh, such an honor to be here, uh, to see you again, and to be on the show. I've, I think I've listened to every episode, and so it's kind of surreal to be here, but I'm, I'm, I'm honored, and uh, all glory to God. Oh, that's awesome. Well, it's funny because I think I see you more than I see my best friend because I see you every day at least once on TikTok. <laughs> You're a prolific TikToker. You have a huge following oh. on there, which is awesome. It's funny because one of our uh, one of our employees who has a ministry named Wesley, she's become like uh, TikTok famous for Christian. I mean, she's like 80,000 followers in the last few months and she's just, she goes for it too. So I, I have you or Wesley ministering to me every day. <laughs> That's awesome. That we're, we're big TikTok people here, so it's fun. But um, tell me, I, I want to go back into your story some, but before I get there, uh, talk to us about discerning dad and talk to us about what you're believing for in that whole 
theme because you're you're really representing something that not a lot of people are talking about this way. Let's go on that kind of journey together first. Yeah, well, uh, in 2018, you know, God was doing a lot in my life, but it was slow and over time. And really, it really hit me at the end of 2018 in a church service. We were talking about the the gifts of the Spirit, and after taking a gifts test, you know, I was high in discernment, which I kind of knew, but. God really spoke to me in that service. And he said, I want you to start a ministry and I want it to be called Discerning Dad. And I'm like, wow. And I had these ideas for blogs, but I didn't really know how to blog. And I hadn't written anything of substance since I went to college. And so I went home after that and I started journaling. I started writing down what my missional verse would be, kind of short-term, long-term stretch goals. And I just kind of planned it out from what I felt God was telling me to do. And it started small. I just blogged. I don't know if anyone read them, but my wife and my mom, but over time, (laughs) You know, I didn't even put my name on it at first. I was just signed it discerning dad. My mom was like, you need to put your name on it. And I was like, I don't really want the credit. But then God was calling me to write a book. And it's kind of hard to leave your name off of a book. And so uh, it's really just grown from the book to a podcast to a second book coming out. And, and God's been so faithful. And it's really been one step at a time where all of these things, if you told me a year before it happened that I was going to do it, I would have probably laughed. But that's just how God works. And it's great. Well, let's talk about the discernment part of it real fast, because yeah. I feel like it's one of the missing ingredients of how people are pursuing hearing God's voice right now. There's it's, it's funny because I say this because one of our friends was just going after another kind of Ponzi type scheme and he's mm-hmm. not using his discernment feeling. It's like he's getting caught up in the hype and there's even some prophetic words about it. And I'm listening to it. My discernment kicks in right away. And I look it up on Google and immediately see that the guy who's a CEO has been in prison and just got out two years ago. Wow. And for the same kind of thing, for the false investment schemes, I'm like, okay, so why didn't you look at Google? <laughs> like I was prompted <laughs> by the Holy Spirit, like there's something off here. Why did you look at it? And he's like, I never thought of it. So there's these things that I feel like are caught up with charismatics, Pentecostal believers and people who are, they have hope for the fullness of the gospel. And even some of the things of like, I know we're supposed to be resourced. I know we're supposed to have healthy marriages. And sometimes they sidestep some of the discernment process, both the good discern, the discernments that's for good things, like discerning opportunities, discerning people to spend time with, but also that the negative, which is like one of the greatest gifts we have is we can avoid so many problems that mm. the world can't because the Holy Spirit will prompt us or show us or give us discernment. So talk about discernment and how important it is and then some of the ways it's worked in your life. Yeah, absolutely. And that's where my heart is, is, is helping people to make decisions that honor God, because it, a lot of the focus is on the best decision we can ever make, and that's following Jesus. But after that, what happens? Do we? And, and that's as a church, we need to come alongside people and help them make decisions, because as a new Christian, especially, you're going to still make decisions that don't honor God and find yourself in a bad position. And so the foundational verse for me was Romans 12, too. Don't be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the yeah. renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to discern God's perfect and pleasing will for your life. So we know from the Bible that we can know God's will, but it's a matter of the effort on our part to actually understand the heart of the Father. And, you know, I talk in my book, you know, we make over 40,000 decisions a day, which sounds crazy. And it's a lot of small decisions that don't require God's input, like what toothbrush to use, you know, that kind of stuff. But the bigger decisions, do we actually take time and go before God and say, God, what do you want in this moment? And a lot of times I've found that if you take the urgency out of the matter, that that is what usually trips us up. In the moment, you're like, okay, I have to make this decision. Well, do you really? Do you really have to make that decision? Or can wow. you take a break? Can you move forward and say, God, what do you want? I might make that decision a week or two down the road. And I call discernment spirit-infused decision-making. You know, we have our intuition, the things that we know from our knowledge and experience, but yeah. to have the spirit infused in our decision-making is really the key element of discernment. And that might be in the moment when you're at work, you say, God, I need, your, I need you in this moment. And he clears that up for you. 
or like a bigger decision like I went through last year in a job change. It took months to actually discern God's will for my life and find a peace about it. And I always say, follow the peace of God, because if you're making a decision that seems right to the world's standards, but you don't have the peace of God, that is what you really need to look for. Yeah, I want to go back there in just a second and talk about that career decision, because I think it's an important one and helps to really draw a picture of who you are and also how you followed God. I think about how our generation, though, is um, not as character driven. Obviously, this generation is alive today. And I was thinking about a friend of mine who during the recession in 2007, this is a long time ago, he felt like he worked for a production company and everybody was leaving. He was in a lower position. Everybody just kind of jumped ship because they lost some financing and the the director came and said, or the, the CEO of the company said, we're going to have to reduce everyone's pay. Please stay with us. We know good things are going to happen. And so my friend, he comes to me and tells me like, as he was trying to discern God's will, like he's going to have to take a reduction of pay. And he, and, and I said, let's ask God what he, he thinks. And let's just see if he'll put anything in your spirit. And it felt so much like his normal intuition, but it wasn't a decision he would normally make out of his intuition that he knew it was God, that he knew he was supposed to stay in a loyal commitment, that he was just supposed to stay loyal. That even if that was just to preach to the guy that the guy's company was worth it and everything else, he just he knew God would recreate an opportunity for him at some point that was better. But so he stayed loyal to the guy and it was like a 10 month loyalty. So it wasn't easy because everyone left except for three people. Yeah. And so during that time, at the very end of that nine or 10 month period, the man who was a CEO got a hundred million dollar infusion to run wow. the company. And he comes to my friend and says, well, I have to give you a promotion. You are now the main producer of our company. And he goes, but I'm not qualified. He said, I'd rather have someone like you who has character and is loyal than have somebody I could hire who's the best producer out there. I need someone I could trust. So I feel like, you know, our generation makes a lot of decisions that's based on our best interests, your best life now. And I, I don't speak against all students saying that, but a lot of times we use the gospel to do the best thing for us. Right. And so we think in our discernment, like, well, of course that's God because it's a promotion <laughs> or it's more money or that person I'm supposed to spend time with them because they're the cool person. But what I found is that my discernment takes me to like spend time with the poor and to spend time with an opportunities that I don't have a lot to gain from yeah. inherently. And it's been that way consistently in my life. God's like, go spend time with the underdog and become their friend and really invest time and space into them, not just as a project because I love them. And so for you, how do you see that working when you're teaching discernment and sharing your stories of discernment? Do you feel like I'm in line with what I'm saying as far as do you see that too? Or oh, is yeah. that, do you feel like people are more spiritually intelligent than I'm getting? <laughs> no, that's so true. You know, I like to say a good opportunity is not necessarily a God opportunity. And so what makes sense to the world is oftentimes where God is leading you the other direction in that piece I was talking about. Just look at King David. Before he was king, he had the opportunity to kill Saul twice. And he was cheered on by the people around them. It made sense at the time. This was someone who was pursuing him, looking to kill yeah. him. But it's David so said, I will not touch God's anointed. God will deal with it in his time. And sure enough, God did. And a lot of times we look at like, oh, this, this makes too much sense not to take this job or not to pursue this relationship. But God might be calling you to something that is more sacrificial, more you know, dying to yourself, which we know that, you know, God blesses us, but he also looks at our heart. You know, the Bible also says obedience is more important than sacrifice. And so God yeah. looks at our obedience. And a lot of times the results that come are not the results we pictured. You know, when I wrote a book, I'm like, oh, you know, if this sells so much, but at the end of the day, I had to be comfortable with the fact that even if one person reads it and gets something out of it, I've yeah. done my job and God will, I can plant the seeds and God will do the watering. Oh, it's so good. I mean, in a culture where we're looking for fame and impact and want to be influencers and the whole thing, it's like, I mean, if you ask the average kid, you know, 10 years ago, what they wanted to be, it was still firemen and policemen and 
yeah. you know, a, a astronaut and whatever, maybe a model, maybe a singer. But now one of the top things, it's the number, it's in the top 10% of answers is I want to be an influencer. I had a, and, I had a kid at church that he's like, you're famous, aren't you? I was like, no, I'm not famous. He's like, yeah, but you have like 20,000 plus followers on TikTok. I'm like, yeah, but I'm not famous. He's like, but you wrote a book. I was like, okay, but my goal is to make Jesus famous, not me. And the kid's like, whatever, I, you know, walked away, he didn't get it. But you know, that's really my focus is make Jesus famous. Well, I love that. So let's go back into your story. Cause last year, like you said, you had a decision to make over a job. Yeah. And this was a big decision. I think sometimes our listeners, they hear really big stories, but they don't always put themselves in the shoes of the person who has them. Tim, tell us about your family at the time. Yeah. Tell us about like making that decision, how it could impact you and just kind of relive it a little bit as far as the sure. initial, like we're going to go into ministry and do this. Like talk about <laughs> that. Yeah. So, uh, I've, I've worked, I worked in retail for over 24 years, which is crazy. And, uh, you know, I knew that when I started the ministry of discerning dad, God was calling me to full-time ministry, but I didn't know what that looked like. And so I just kind of learned and grew. And over time, you know, this opportunity came to me in the summer of 2020 to take an executive pastor position at our church. And I'm like, wow, that's, awesome. But I also don't know, I have such financial security. I've been at the same job. And if you know me, I'm not a big risk taker, which is why I've been at the same <laughs> job for 24 years. But at the same time, it started this process of discernment. I'm like, okay, I've been preaching discernment. Now I get to practice what I preach. And so uh, my wife knew right away, my wife, Jamie, you know, she came to me and she's like, I really feel God saying that either one of these options, God will bless. But if you really want to know God's heart and be close to him, you'll take the pastor position. And that was wow. a confirmation for me. Wow. It's like, wow, that's amazing to hear. And I love that my wife was beside me, but I also needed to go through the process myself. So it started this yeah. long month after month process of praying and fasting and trying to hear something. And for a long time, I didn't hear anything. I didn't have peace about it. Even though I knew it was a, a great opportunity, I had to have some confirmation. And so I didn't rush it. You know, there wasn't any urgency behind the decision. And so I really asked God for to, to show up big. And I asked for three fleeces, I like to call them. And I don't recommend fleeces always as a source of discernment because God may or may not answer them. He's not always yeah. answered them in my life, but I figured why not ask? And if God wants to do it, great. If he wants to reveal himself another way, that's great too. Uh, and it was really powerful because all three of these fleeces came to pass and it wasn't always in the way I thought. And one of them was, was a prophetic word. I asked for a prophetic word from someone in the church. And, you know, this, this woman came up to my wife on a Sunday and she's like, I don't know what this means, but I feel that Tim is the man for the job. Now, granted, wow. no one she knew I was looking at this job. Wow. Yeah, no one knew that I was looking at this job or even I was, you know, uh, just searching for any job. And so that was a confirmation for me. And then another confirmation was uh, it was actually it, so two of the three happened. And then uh, I had to make a decision by a particular day. And right after I made that decision, I was like, OK, God, I know you're in this. If I don't have all three fleeces, that's fine. I know you're in this. And so and then the day after to the day, the third fleece came. Uh, and just God revealed himself uh, wonderfully to me. And even though, you know, there was financial concerns, God has blessed me. I've been at peace. I've been able to do a lot of the things. And that's the funny thing too, is that I've been on social media so much when I wanted to quit social media three years ago, God was calling me back to social media. And now wow. I do social media for our church. I'm able to take the business knowledge I had uh, for many years and use it in the executive pastor role. And so, um, yeah, God is just really good. And, and I tell the story not to say any glory to my skills or abilities, but just by hearing God's voice and walking in those steps, they may not all happen right away, but over time you can see his goodness through those open doors. Well, I, I love that. Cause it sounds like, you know, a lot of the people we have on that, the program here are their life is defined by what they've heard from God, like their opportunities or decisions. And like you said, you're not a very big risk taker in the past, but I mean, it sounds like you have been 
since I've known you, that's all you've done is take risks, release <laughs> the book through social media, release the the blogs and the you know the website, go into a new job. That's that's pretty risky. What do you yeah. think? I know the prophetic was the instigator of that, but what do you think shifted because you had all these years in your Christianity before that that I'm sure were wonderful. So what shifted into like I need to move forward? Do you think it was just God developing you, or do you think it was like you know like something changed? Yeah, I think it was uh, this this period where I was just going through the motions. I was a good Christian. I went to church. I did, you know, I served. I was even on the elder board, but I really didn't take seriously what does it mean daily for me to be impacted by God, let him impact me and make decisions that honor him uh, that are out of my comfort zone. And so I love to use the open door wow. analogy, which has been true in my life. God will present open doors to you. And if it's from God, you won't always know what you actually rarely will know what's on the other side of it. It might look scary. It might look dark. But once you walk through that door, you can see the goodness of God. And then over the years, you see 20, 30, 40 doors later of yeah. how God has blessed you. Now, there's no condemnation if you don't walk through that door. But at the same time, there's a blessing that follows when you do walk. Um, I had a pastor on Adam Weber, who I love, and he had a great analogy about when we use a sledgehammer to open a door in our own strength, then we have to keep that door open in our own strength. And so you don't want right. to do that. You want to make sure that it is a door of from God and not just a door that is led by our sin or our own selfish desires, because you can also get off on the wrong path. And that's why discernment is so important important is just a little sin over time. And you find yourself, you know, like in the ocean, if you're just one degree off a of course, you find yourself in a completely de different de destination <laughs> over time. That's so true. I'm even thinking about, um, you know, the context of how so many people right now are learning how to make decisions, but they're, it sounds like in, in your previous life before this, more reactionary. If God does something, I'll pay attention versus I'm yeah. going to proactively go after God. And I know for me, there was kind of an awakening moment. I had a uh, woman was preaching who I really respect. And, and, and she just talked about how, like, I had to go after it. I had to go after him. I, I was expecting and putting all the pressure like a child does for their parents when they're like four, dress me, clothe me. But if that child's seven and eight and do, you're doing all that stuff for them, what have they learned? Have they, yeah. is it codependence or is it like actual parenting? And and I've realized in my relationship with God, I was like, I was being a little baby. You know, it's like I mm -hmm. thought of Paul when he says, you still want milk, but I want to give you meat. You know, it's like, I, what is the meat? And I remember just asking, I go and ask everybody, what's the meat? And they'd be like, relationship with God, connection. I'm like, I know that, mm -hmm. but what is the, and what changed for me was when I was very proactive and started doing what you're saying, which is I'm going to include you, not just in a devotional time, but I'm going to include you throughout my day in a really like organic way. Like I, I'm not the type of person who's like, dear heavenly father now. You know, like I'm, I'm more like, okay, where are we at? You know, like checking yeah. in with the Holy Spirit. And, um, and I love that because it just, that's my flow that works for me. Some people need to be more liturgical or reverent. For me, it's more of a, you know, I'm, I'm a much more casual person, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is cool. But uh, talk about like, since you've launched Discerning Dad and since you've launched kind of these TikTok videos and the things that you're doing and the podcast, tell me some of the, the, the feedback you're getting as far as people's like, are, are, yeah, just tell me some of the feedback. I think it'd be good. Some of the stories. Yeah. You know, uh, TikTok is one of those things where I downloaded the app. I tried it out and I, I literally was going to delete it. And it's one of those things where like, I saw other Christians doing things on there and it's actually a great Christian community. If you can filter the content to the Christians. Uh, and so I was like, that's another avenue where I can just give back, whether it's, you know, gospel in 15 seconds or gospel in 30 seconds, whatever you can do on that app, you know, 
because that's where the the young generation is. That's what they're looking at. Yeah. And so, you know, even though I, I'm not saying it's for everyone to be on TikTok, you know, if you're not called to be there, but at the same time, it's just one of those avenues where I can be faithful in doing these videos and just preaching a message. And, and there's people on there that are way higher followers than I am, but I'm just trying to be faithful in those messages. And the feedback I'm getting is just a lot of, uh, uh, I mean, there's a wide range of comments and trolls, but people that are genuinely interested in learning more. And those are the people I really touch on is that, yeah, they may be an atheist. They may be uh, in a completely different thought process in life, but the fact that they're asking questions, even if they're coming at me from a point that I'm wrong, I can still start to have conversations with him. And that goes back to planting those seeds. Like I don't see the salvations online through the comments, you know, but I'm, I'm just trusting God that by, by putting this message out there, helping people to make decisions and understanding that these decisions that we make are in our control through the help of the Holy Spirit. And we have to go before God every day. And that, that, you know, you talked about solid food. That's my second favorite verse on discernment is Hebrews 5.14 says, but solid food is for the mature who by constant use have trained themselves to discern between good and evil. And we can know between good and evil. And, and I love Charles Spurgeon's quote too, where discernment is not knowing between right and wrong, but right and almost right. And think of how many de wow. decisions in our life is, wow. not, okay. is not Satan at a door saying, hey, come worship me. But actually, you know, uh, it might be a smaller decision. Like, I don't want to spend time with my family tonight. I want to go do this. Or I don't want to read the Bible today. I need to get these done. But actually, when we discern in our life what is good for us, we will make better decisions that honor God. And that's one of my focuses is keeping our eyes on Jesus every day. And that's my one of my uh, devotionals coming out is called that because it's so important. You can't have discernment if your eyes are on other things. And there's so many things in this world that are looking for our attention. And we have to keep our eyes on Jesus every day and find a routine. Like you're saying, find a routine that works for you. And I love having people's stories on my podcast like you do, where I can hear someone's story. I can hear the routine for keeping their eyes on Jesus every day. And I can start to incorporate things in my life. You know, I started journaling uh, two years ago, which I've never journaled before. And it's one of those things for me personally, instead of reading the Bible app five minutes before I'm in bed, dozing off while I'm reading the Bible, I decided to give God my best in the morning. That means journaling and reading devotionals and, and having a Bible commentary. And I love your devotional, Exploring the Prophetic Devotional, because that was so such a good cadence to the day where I can write and I can reflect and I can read something small and keep my eyes on Jesus that way. Wow, I love that. I think of some of the times I've grown in discernment and I, I love, like when I listen to your teaching and your messages and the things that you share about it, it just, it, it reawakens in me the importance of just our relationship with the Holy Spirit. But I was thinking about one of the times when I was really young, I was probably 17 years old, some of you who are watching, listening to this or watching it are probably 17. But uh, I remember one of the teachers who was teaching us, he said, his name is Phil. He said, I'm, I'm going to teach you about discernment. We're going to ask Holy Spirit to show us the consequences of a bad decision we made. Maybe it was a mm. sinful decision. Maybe it was a selfish decision. Maybe it was like for lust or because all guys group. And he goes, and we're going to ask Holy Spirit to show us the consequences of a good decision that we made with him. And it was really profound for a 17-year-old mind to go, okay, I knew exactly. Because you always know what your sin is. So it's like, I know exactly one. I'm going to choose this one. And I'm going to ask Holy Spirit how that affected the other people in my life, how it affected yeah. the rest of my day that day, how it affected my energy of what I gave to something that I shouldn't have and that kind of thing. And then I started to think about like this decision I made. It took me a while to figure out the good one that the Holy Spirit led me into, which I think is normal human. We're like, wait, wait what did I do? It was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I did. When I got there, that was cool because I could see holy spirit how he touched other people and it was like a selfless decision and it was mm. and how it, it actually brought peace and joy but it also actually you know brought opportunity for other things and so i started to look at those little decisions those micro decisions throughout the day out of that place of like 
you know, I know what happens when I partner and it's not good. It's not just a one-time decision. It actually has implications and there's a root system to it, but I also know what happens when it's good. And I feel like a lot of times we're not incentivized with a good. It's one of the things I love about you is you're not just pointing out like discerning sin and discerning what the devil's doing, but you're yeah. discerning God, like keeping right. your eyes on Jesus, which I think is the key to healthy discernment, which is so cool. So any commentary on that? Yeah. Uh, you know, I would say too, you know, it's, it's a lot of times and I see Christian circles, you know, there's so much focus on salvation, you know, what, what is salvation? Yeah. Can you lose your, can you lose your salvation? But after that, I mean, that's the starting point in your Christian race. There's so much ground to cover in your process of sanctification that we, that's my focus is what do you do every day to keep your eyes on Jesus? And I, I like to say too, you know, after, after you accept Christ, your, your salvation is secure. But at the same time, it might be hell on earth for you if you make decisions that don't honor God. And that's where we get yeah. into trouble is we think, you know, I'm now a Christian. God's on my side. Nothing bad will happen to me. And then we go out and make foolish decisions. It's like, <laughs> well, God's calling you to, to have his heart. And granted, that's going to take time. You know, I call discernment a spiritual muscle, meaning that we're always working yeah. it out. It's never going to get to a place of perfection. But our eyes need to be on Jesus, who is perfect, who is the author and finisher of our faith. And that should be our goal and not what, what, not what we see in this world or, or the decisions that come, you know, the, the fanciful decisions that are um, in the moment going to give us short-term pleasure for long-term pain. That is so good. Tim, I love that you're becoming an expert on this and sharing it and just letting it be a topic that you go so deep on. How do people get a hold of you and how do people get the book? Yes, thank you. Uh, so discerning-dad.com is the website. The podcast is Everyday Discernment. My very first guest was Sean Bols. And so you can that out. The book is also called Everyday Discernment. Uh, you can find that on Amazon. And then the, the devotional I talked about, Eyes on Jesus, will be coming out this fall. So look for that. Well, follow Tim on social media. He's very uh, entertaining, fun, and also a teacher just imparts knowledge all the time. Also get the book for sure. It's a great book. And the podcast is also awesome. I'm going to encourage our listeners uh, to engage their discernment the way Tim's talking about and go on a learner's journey about it if you need to, because this is the time we don't want to make, we just don't want to waste time. We don't want to make wrong decisions when we can make such good ones right now based on the Holy Spirit inside of us and looking at Jesus. So thank you so much, Tim. Thanks for being on today. This was so good. Thank you, Sean. It was an honor. God bless you and your family. Do you want to be mentored in hearing God's voice? It's not hard, but it takes time, examples, practice, and conversations to really get in the place of being able to get revelation and also to know how to interpret and reply what God's showing you. I have started an online community through our platform, Transcend God Mentoring, where you receive weekly videos, weekly live group mentoring, monthly special events, and all of our past e-courses on the gifts, marriage, and relevant topics to your spiritual journey. Come join me and all my platform contributors to learn how to walk out a thriving journey of hearing God. Thanks for listening to Exploring the Prophetic, part of the Exploring Series podcast. These podcasts are made possible by generous donations of listeners just like you. Become a partner or visit us at bullsministries.com with your one-time donation today. Also, if you are enjoying the podcast, please become a part of our family by subscribing. Connect to us at www.bullsministries.com where we want to resource you with our articles, books, weekly mentoring, e-courses, and more. Or download our Bulls app free at our web store. We love to hear your feedback. Drop us a line and also your rating, reviewing, and sharing makes such a difference in the world for people learning about us. Thanks for listening.